let's start off with the important question first. Is reduced Shakespeare Company office manager, props and wardrobe goddess, Ali Bosted, really in the line of succession to the British throne? No, not at all, not at all. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Now in its 15th year, number 738, Allie's great, times 30, Grandpa Duncan. I cloned a sheep named Dolly, now I'm a famous Scot by golly. Soon I'll be cloning people for human parts. I'm sick from eating haggis, but I've learned how great a shag is. It gives me joy, but I'm a very bad boy. Almost three years ago, our longtime company manager, Ali Bostad, married our even longer time stage and production manager and web dude, Davey Naylor. Just over two years ago, they had their son, Arthur, and just yesterday, they discovered, through Davey's and Ali's grandmother's genealogical detective work, that Ali and young Arthur are descendants of Scottish King Duncan I, the same Duncan slain by Macbeth and his lady in Shakespeare's tragedy. Last evening, I was granted an audience with the distantly royal family to see exactly how their lives have changed now that they know of their regal lineage. Davy started by explaining their process of discovery. I've been interested in genealogy for 10, 15 years. Um, I've done my own family, and of course, when me and Ali um, got married, um, Ali's grandmother had uh, big folders of of typed out she in the 70s she she did she was interested in all this as well and and typed it all out well before the days of the internet um and um she came uh, on our last visit to california um we well, i appropriated these huge files mm-hmm. i mean big ring binder stuff of, of stuff and I, and I ended up uh, putting that on the internet and then seeing what i could find out about stuff and I had quite a lot of Ali's relatives on then. It was only today that um, I kind of went on it and noticed that um, because it's we use a website called I'm going to plug the, the thing. It's a free site. It's called Wikitree.com. Um, I would I would certainly recommend it for anybody who's doing genealogy because there's so many people that use it and it's collaborative basically and it's free. It's not like one of these sites that you have to pay for. Um, and a lot of so the idea is to to grow the collective tree, and the information I'd put in about Ali's relatives, somebody else had linked that tree up, and just so happened that we ran a little search on something, and up up popped the fact that Ali, and therefore Arthur, our son, is related to Duncan the First, the Scottish King. Duncan I is her 30th great-grandfather. Now, I have to say that, I, I mean, we, I, I guess in any genealogy thing, when you're dealing with things, Duncan was, was um, around in, in a thousand years ago. Um, you have to remember that the, the chances of, of, of I mean, it, it's we, we're pretty sure that it's correct, but we can't be ever be 100% sure. I mean, we, mostly, we are... Mostly because he's dead. We can't, we can't go and ask him. Yes, exactly. You know, we can't, you know, hey, Duncan, um, 
pick those knives out of your back where Macbeth slain you um, and tell us if you're related to this person. No, we couldn't do that. Um, nor, nor can you, like what we've been able to do with Richard III, take some DNA from his bones and check it with alleys. But what right. you, what you right. can do is that people who, uh, other people who believe that they're related, and this is how they did it with Richard III, that the other people who are directly descended from him can see if they have a match of DNA. And when you have enough people in the chain, you can quite confidently match. Now, none of us have taken a DNA test, but Ali's mother has. And um, so we're, we're waiting for those results to come through. But I, at the moment, I'm about 95% sure that it is correct because it's not only my research, it's other people's research. And, and um, unless we've made a glaring error, um, we're pretty sure that, um, yes, we have we have Scottish royalty here. Now, of course, Duncan I, obviously, we all remember, was um, slain by Macbeth uh, as Shakespeare. Told. Actually, that is true, but he, he wasn't um, done it in, it wasn't happened, didn't happen in, wasn't Elsinore Castle? Where was it? No, Elsinore's Denmark. Oh, for God's sake, that's Hamlet. <laughs> I'm getting my Shakespeare muddled up. Where was it? It was uh, the Fife, 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 the Thane of Fife. Yes. No, it was in it was the Battle of Elgin that Macbeth murdered Duncan, but it was a battle. And actually Duncan was not the, the old man that we think. He was actually only about late 30s. Um and he was actually uh, people seem to think that he was pretty quite horrible actually and deserved it. Duncan? Um, Duncan yeah, yeah. Uh, he had nothing, you know. But then, but then Malcolm nothing good to say about the military, no good battle instincts. Yeah. So he was really a loss anyway. So Malcolm the Third was then um, uh, um, killed Macbeth. So Shakespeare got Malcolm the Third being Duncan the First son. son. Yes. Um, so Shakespeare took uh, as he usually did. He took certain bits of it and then construed it around just like a like a um, a recent president that you had you it was kind of like semi-factual but then not factual um so <clears throat> and then obviously um duncan the second was a malcolm the third son who um and this is this is around this is the 11th century duncan duncan the second uh was i believe captured by william the conqueror and, and held hostage i believe um and we have managed to <clears throat> if if you're ready for this, if 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 you don't mind me saying this, Alison here is the great 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 granddaughter of Duncan the First, the King of Scotland. I feel like, Ali, I have not been treating you all these years with the appropriate amount of respect. I, I, I just want you to know that there, are, there is no inheritance or no castle that, that we know of. If we had of. a castle we could go play in, Arthur would love that. We could, hey, let's put on a play. I've got a castle. <laughs> we can castle. And also, I'd I mean, the teachers have a barn, but I got a castle. I mean, and, and also, I'd like to point out that there are at least 30 generations here, so... The other great, 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 great grandchildren. There probably is about ten million of them. So, <laughs> yeah, Ali's not unique. Sorry, you're not one of them. I am which, not one of them. Which is good because no. the whole marriage thing. You see, I, see, and then this is what burns me. You see, because I've been doing genealogy, as I said, for ten, fifteen years, and my all my ancestors are 
very boring Englishmen. I mean, there's not even hardly any Irish in there or Scots in there. You know, they're all stonemasons or, you know, weavers from Yorkshire. I mean, I'm sure they're lovely people in their own right, but they weren't very particularly exciting people. Well, I've done a little bit of this too, and all my ancestors are dead. Really? Coincidence? You decide. <laughs> um, but this is, yeah, this kind of stuff is, is fascinating. So, the, yeah, there's there'll be a lot of squabbling for whatever inheritance um, Duncan might have left us. And I had to Google this because this has happened so quickly that we've had this conversation. You you tweeted it, Davey retweeted it. I did it dinner tonight, yeah. We only found out about it this morning. We only looked at it and I did, I, I, re I because, so Wikitrees, a lot of people collaborating on it, you you, you get back, so, so a lot of people um, had got back to 23 generations. And of course it was my, it was my efforts initially that got, got us to meet so it's like two ends meeting, basically. And I just had to double check my end of seven generations to make sure that I hadn't messed up. And I, I got all this. I, 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 so, so, and you can find from lots of genealogy sites, census records and birth and death records and marriage records. And I went back and double checked that, that I had the right, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I had the right um, evidence to do it and made sure it was all kosher. And it was all up there, and um, it does seem to check out that that it, 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 this is true. I mean, as I say, we can never probably be. I mean, even with DNA evidence, I don't think you could you could even be sure. We but, could dig um, him up. He's he's buried on Iona, unless he's washed away into the sea. We could dig him up. There we go. Next time we go up to Scotland, look we're for gonna, a big D. We're going to take know, our shovels with in, us make, in in little rocks on the beach, right? Yeah. Um, I, well, and now, it, of course, it makes me want to scour uh, uh, the play Macbeth again to see what, if anything, he has to say about uh, Duncan's progeny and, and what their characteristics are. Do you find, um, Ali, do you find yourself thinking now of that play differently and going, you know what? <laughs> this is all, or do, or do you find yourself thinking about things in your life that make you go, huh, I guess this explains that. Or is this like totally out of the blue and 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 or meaningless? Have you ever had Iron Brew? I have. I don't care it's for weird it. bright orange soda. It's yeah. it's it's nearly as Scottish as whiskey. Yeah. It tastes like bubble gum. Yeah. I don't know why I like it, but I do. And she oh. likes whiskey too. And I like whiskey, which is and something. And, and it was uh, Burns night the other night, and we had haggis. We had oh haggis my god! And whiskey it's, the evidence and is adding brew. up. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, my name is Samuel McClure-Taylor, founder of the Backroom Shakespeare Project, author of My Life with the Shakespeare Cult, and the forthcoming Blueprints for a Shakespeare Cult. And you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? Right now, the only place to see the remote Shakespeare Company is online. We've created a brand new page at our website, ReducedShakespeare.com, and a playlist on our YouTube page, where right this second, you can watch us perform many of our epic abridgments from the comfort of your own shelter. You can also grab your own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin, and beautifully illustrated by Jenny Mazels. It's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K. on on our website. And now back to my conversation with RSE company manager Ali Bosted, the 30th great-granddaughter of Scottish King Duncan I and her squire, Davy Naylor. I, I would say about Shakespeare that, that, as I mentioned before, he did make a lot of it up. 
Um, he, he he got basically the, the fundamentals right, but but he, he got he, some names right. He got some. He he just took. I think he was trying to um, please James the First. I think which when he because it was quite one of his late plays. I seem to remember, and obviously um, it would have been James the First who was the king, and I think he wrote it for him for his Scottish and ancestry. It's one of my favourites actually because it's one of the shortest. Yes. Um, Wrote it. It's sort of near the near the end of the second third of his career. Uh, yeah, and it, it, um, to honor sort of King James because, and I had forgotten this. I had to look it up as we were talking. I thought, oh, wait, King James is related to Duncan too, but he's not. He's a descendant of Banquo. King well, that, that that's that's the other thing. Of course, he, he does say that Banquo and Fleance is is that that's the whole uh, prophecy, isn't it? Is that you know the, the sons of Banquo will become the king, which which James the first is. So in in in, in a, and there's a whole thing about the, about the um the witches and the eight kings and all of those things that he goes on about, which I think is just basically he's playing you know he's he's brown nosing for James James the first really, and he's just picked two characters. Uh, Duncan and Macbeth. I don't think anything like what happens in the play really actually happened. But then, you know, it, it, Shakespeare was like that. He used to nick stories all the time and 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 make up his own sort of. Well, like, Macbeth uh, killing Macbeth killing Duncan, and then that Malcolm, did happen, and then yeah. Malcolm III killing Macbeth. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, they've got, they've got the. He's yeah. a he's a Tarantino of. of, of you know, you've got a kernel of a die. You, you kind of like you've got the bare bones of history, but then you just completely change it. You know, you 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 know you you change the ending. I mean, it's that the play is sort of fascinating because yes, it's both brown nosing the new king, but it's also sort of acting as a cautionary tale about the dangers of a divided kingdom. Yes, and there was some fear that King James the Third or whatever he was of Scotland might, you know, not be good for England, etc. But then he'd done this before in King Lear, so I don't know why. What what point he was trying to hammer well, home, really? People don't pay attention. You have to say it again. Yeah. Well, and, and King Lear was a fictional king. We shouldn't be saying the word, by the way. We should be turning around and holding our noses and. I think our it's really cold outside, so I'm good. I go outside and spit every time we say the M word. I think the only person in the Rudy Shakespeare Company that holds to that nonsense religiously is Mick Orff. I could be wrong. Uh, do you know? Do you know how, when? Uh, when? How you must because you have all the records. When? How the Bostead line left Scotland and came to America? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, it well, was, it's not the Bostead line. Uh, we, we, we're still. We're still. It's uh, my maternal grandfather, and we can't ask him because again. He's dead, but um, um, we've yes. got uh, we've got names. They were names that we do know. McDonald. Yes. Oh, the, the McDonalds, and they came via Ireland. M C D O N E L L. So McDonnell, and that got changed to McDonald and McDaniel, and via. So a lot of them came over roughly around about the latter half of the 17th century. So we're still. Uh, well before still still British America, we're still thirteen colonies. Really, I mean, we, we, we're talking well before the. Um, uh, so came Ireland, England. and then came in came in through uh, Delaware. Delaware mostly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess most most European people came that way. Ali, now that you know this, you've been living now uh, in Berkhamsted in, in England for several years now. Does this make you feel like you belong more there? Well, it. This plus last week, um, we were looking at a different part of the family. Um, 
my father's mother's side and we had found an ancestor uh, living down in Kent in, well, he was born in 1411 or something. And we thought, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's and then. 1411. You know, I mean, Kent, that's, we, that's... Could, we could drive to Kent. You yeah. know, it, it would take a couple hours, but we could get there, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. And then, and then we found this this morning. So it does make me feel a little bit more not settled because it's hard and to be settled. I, I am it's ex exceedingly envious because not only my, uh, the farthest I can get back with, with one of my antecedents is uh, about 1590. And Ali beats me by about 500 years. Yeah. 600 years, in fact. I can... you, could, you could go back. With, with Duncan the First is not, I mean, on, on this website is, is not, you can, you can get back to sort of like 800. I think you can get back to when Scotland was actually part of Norway. The, 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 I'm, I'm just clicking through these things. So Duncan the First, Donogh Fendol, the lay abbot of Dunkeld, was born about 920 in Athol, Perthshire. And that is, I think, Ali's 36th grandfather. Something like that. But fun thing, Dunkeld, um, last time we were at the Fringe, uh, remember I, when we had our day off, I used to try to get out of town because I hate tourists. Yeah. Um, and I took the train north to uh, Burnham and Dunkeld, is a, a two towns, um, they're on either side of the river, and that is where what remains of Burnham Wood is at Burnham. And there's still a tree left there from Shakespeare's time that I gave a hug. Nice! So I have actually been to ancestral tree. I have hugged my ancestral tree. It's quite beautiful, isn't it? Oh, I've got tears of And I had fish and chips. Did you have a deep fried Mars bar? No. Oh, okay. You're not that squash then. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Send us your connections to Scottish royalty via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can also find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSE Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener, and you can follow Allie and Davey on Twitter too at Allie Binky and at Ginger Davesky. Thanks, as always, to Scottish court jester Matthew Croke, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Aaron Mateo Arroyo. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Samuel Taylor, co-founder of the Backroom Shakespeare Project, which just celebrated its 10th anniversary last weekend, and the author of the must-have volumes, My Life with the Shakespeare Cult and Blueprints for a Shakespeare Cult. To order your own copies, go to Samuel's website, samuelmtaylor.com. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. Please stay safe, stay home, and keep your masks on. I'm Austin Titchener, 738 2214ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Next week, um, just so you know, this might be an ongoing thing. Bostead is from the um, Northern Saxon Lower Danish regions. So I'm pretty sure that Ali's actually related to uh, Hamlet as well. So we're going to look that up next week. So stay tuned, everybody. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. 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 And so much less.